0: This podcast contains material that some listeners may find objectionable. It may contain graphic descriptions of atrocities committed during the 1937 Nanking Massacre in China. Welcome back to the Wartime Diaries of Minnie Votrin and Sen Shui-Fan. On this episode, snow, mud, and a disagreement between Votran and Sen. Then, unexpected happiness as news and packages arrive from the outside world. Thursday, January 20th, 1938. From the Diary of Minnie Votron
1: Snowing today, but not too cold. You can imagine what buildings look like with mud and slush being tracked inside. I'm not sure we shall ever be clean again. Mr. Wang and Mr. Sven continue to write data for those women whose husbands or sons were taken and have not returned. One woman has just told me that her husband of 38 and son of 17 were both taken on December 16th, and that only she and her little daughter are left. I doubt if she could have saved them had she'd stayed at home those terrible days. But who knows? Mrs. Sen does not think I should hand these in to Mr. Fukuda, that we must never forget that China is the hated enemy and Japan does not care how much she makes her suffer. In a day or two, I will see Mr. Fukuda and tell him about the many women who are employing me to help them ask if there is anything that can be done. This morning, I spent beginning a report to the Board of Founders. So much has happened that it is difficult to condense into a brief report in the midst of my writing, I was called to my office to confer with a young Japanese officer who was about to leave Nanking and who wanted us to take two young Chinese girls, one of 20 and one of 14, who are now living over near the wei bu He said it was quite unsafe for them to live there, which I thought interesting, since refugees are being urged to go home. I explained very clearly how uncomfortable it is here as a refugee and let him see how the women are living. It will be interesting to see if he brings them. I really hope they do not come. My guess is that he has become interested in the older girl and is afraid to leave her in her own home outside the safety zone. A radiogram came from Rebecca today and was delivered to me from the American Embassy. We'll send the answer tomorrow have been informed that our embassy has a sending station now. Meetings this afternoon were splendid. The one for the women was attended by about 170 and that for children by about 150. Tonight, Mary and I distributed tomorrow's tickets in one of the dormitories and some of the women begged for them. We still have too many people on the campus to do anything constructive. Those of you who remember Shanghai Road as wide would scarcely recognize it now. This afternoon, I counted 38 newly constructed shops on the right side of Shanghai Road as I went between Hankow and Ningpo. The latter is just north of the American Embassy. Of course, they are rudely made of either matting or wood, but they seem to be doing a thriving business in selling food or looted materials of various kinds some were tea shops, and others were restaurants. Very few people are brave enough to live outside the safety zone as yet. Mr. G of Red Cross Society said that when he went out to get rice on January 17th, he saw great heaps of bodies of men outside the Han Chung Road. The people in vicinity said they were brought there about December 26th and killed by machine guns. Probably the men who admitted at time of registration that they had been soldiers at one time and were promised work and pay if they confessed.
0: Sen's diary of january twentieth.
2: It's been cloudy for two days. Today it begins to snow. Probably tomorrow will be sunny. Telegram came from overseas via ocean. It's so much more convenient to have the American Embassy here. Voltron sent out a telegram overseas on the 6th and received a reply today. Two Japanese officers came to see Voltron and wanted to send two girls here under her care. These two girls have worked for the Japanese. The officers will be transferred out of here shortly. Later. They sent the girls here by car. How can one believe that these two young girls really worked for them? The quilt covers they brought here are all good ones. They stayed at the Japanese officer's place for over 30 days, one for each officer. These two girls have no shame to come into campus by car. Several refugees cursed them. Votran could not understand, and instead praised the officers. They wanted Votran to know that because she received young women at Jingling, they sent two more here. What can Votran do? It really makes one mad.
0: Friday, January 21st, from Votran's Diary.
1: Today the weather has been almost mild in spite of the snow on the ground. Mud is our problem now. The hundreds who go out to the rice kitchen to purchase rice and the other hundreds who bring in food to their relatives here bring into buildings more mud than we are able to cope with. Soon after the noon meal, as I was going over to the Northwest dormitory to announce the afternoon women's meeting, several refugees came running toward me saying, there were soldiers on the back campus. I went toward the back gate just at the right time, for four soldiers saw me and released three girls, whom they had taken from the refugee huts that are near Farmer Su's house. The soldiers disappeared over the hill. A very short time later, a group of military police came on the campus and I was able to report the incident to them. Still, later, two officers came, said they were stationed out at Nanking. During the last few days, sad, distraught women have reported the disappearance of 568 husbands or sons since December 13th. They continue to hope that they have been taken off to work for the Japanese army, but many of us fear that their bodies are with the many charred ones in a pond not far from Guling Temple or among the heap of unburied, half-burned bodies outside the Hang Chung Gate. On December 16th alone, 422 were taken, and that is the report of women mainly on our campus. Many young lads of 16 or 17 were taken, and one boy of 12 reported as missing. All too often, the one taken was the only bread earner in the family. Our afternoon meetings for women and children continue. We are beginning on plans for a rehabilitation school for women without support. At five, went over to our embassy and had a most satisfactory talk with Mr. John Allison, senior secretary. He is anxious for us to report any violation of American rights cannot convey to you what it means to poor old Nanking to have the official representatives of Germany, England, and America back to plead and act in our behalf. Mr. Allison seems very understanding. In the new newspaper that is being published called Sin Shun Pao, in the January 8th number, there is an article entitled Japanese Troops Gently Soothe the Refugees. The harmonious atmosphere of Nanking City develops enjoyably. There are 25 sentences in the article. Four sentences are true, one about the sun, the drum tower, military police, and the position of the Japanese flag. One is half true, 19 are false, and one is unknown to me. Not a very high score on a true-false test. Sent a radiogram to Rebecca today. Last night, at E.R. Tiao Lane, within the safety zone, soldiers went four times to the home of Mr. Wang's relative. They tried to take a young girl who was able to make her escape, and three other times they did petty looting. You can see why we cannot persuade our women refugees to go home.
0: Now, Sen's diary of the same day.
2: It is a clear day. Fewer Japanese soldiers are on the street. Yet, they still burn houses to make fires every day. Today, another child died. Altogether, 18 have died. These couple of days, I only see a few patients because I do not feel well. And also, there's no more medicine left. We need to buy some. I do not know where we can get the money. Further, it is much easier to walk on the streets now. And there is a hospital on Hua Chao Road for refugees, which is very inexpensive. If I send a note to the hospital, the refugees here can get free treatment. So I asked them to seek treatment there. The Drum Tower Hospital is more expensive. Probably, all the medicine used at this refugee hospital was looted from other places or hospitals in the rear areas. It is a good cause to use the looted medicine for saving refugees' lives. Better than being robbed by the Japanese. At noon, once again, four Japanese soldiers came to find girls and asked them to take off their clothing. Actually, the soldiers wanted to molest the girls. Fortunately, Voltron was at number 700 building to find refugees to attend the service. So she chased the soldiers away. Every day, there's a service at noon. 200 people gather in the music room for the service and the children are in the lecture room of number 200 building. Xie Yu Ren and Mr. Li led them in song and told them stories. These two adults were sent here by the Episcopal Church. Today, there's one more refugee newborn here.
0: The next day from Vautrin's diary.
1: Cold but clear today, A goodly number of our young refugees from the immediate neighborhood are now going home for the day and coming back for the night. Two Japanese whom I've spoken to today said they hoped that by February it would be peaceful enough for all to go home. This morning, as I was trying to get a letter typed, four men came, an officer and three soldiers. One of the soldiers spoke English, said he had studied in a mission school in Kobe. When I asked if he was a Christian, he replied that he was not, but his wife was and that his two children went to a mission school. He interpreted for the officer. His first statement was that they were sorry for the things that had happened in Nanking and they hoped conditions would soon be better. Mr. Lee and Mr. Wang took them around for inspection and then they came back to my office where I served tea. When the officer asked if soldiers came on the campus, I had a good opportunity to say none had come today, but yesterday, four had come and started to take off three girls. He asked me to report this to the office of the military police, which I was able to do this afternoon. Just previous to this, a young officer brought in two Chinese girls whom he wanted to stay at our refugee camp. I really did not want to take them but did not know how we could refuse them. The girl who was 24 years old was a student at one of our mission schools and knew Mrs. Gish and Miss Kelly. I will be glad to follow up this case later. This noon, just after we started dinner, we received some packages of food from Shanghai and a fine bunch of letters. Our first answers to letters written since December 13th Tonight, after supper, I read them all to the group and how glad they were to get news from the outside world. The food will be a most welcome addition to our limited diet. The letters were written January 16th or 17th, and were brought up by a Dome truck. This afternoon, most of us spent several hours writing letters which I took over to the American Embassy by 6pm. They will go to Shanghai by military train tomorrow will be carried by Mr. Kruger, a German who is the first Nanking resident to get out of Nanking since the fall of the city, excepting the four foreign correspondents who left soon after December 13th. Think of being shut up here for 37 days with little news from the outside world and little opportunity to send news out. Conditions surely are improving, at least in the safety zone. We no longer have that terrible fear of the night And although we still use heavy curtains at our windows, we at least do not thumbtack the edges and use only candlelight. John McGee came this afternoon with Radio News.
0: The same day from Sen's diary.
2: Today, I'm really happy. We got letters from Shanghai. In addition, we received the salty meat sent by Miss Ying Wen. It's really unexpected. Huang Chunmei, Liu, Wang, and Yin had arrived in Shanghai. In addition to Yin's salty pork, the other three sent us salty fish and fried pork. To have these delicacies is like receiving charcoals in the snow. Also, I received letters from my family from Hubei. We have not had delicious meat to eat for a long time. When we saw the meat, we all put on a happy face. In contrast to the long faces during the ordinary days when we had no good food to eat. When reading this page of my diary, one would know that everybody here is longing for delicious food. Honestly speaking, receiving letters from Shanghai makes us even more elated than food things recorded in my diary are all unhappy except today some people also give votran foreign plums now we share our belongings with each other if one gets some food we all will eat not allowing only one to enjoy it you see how fair we are
0: On our next episode, more stories come to Jinling as former prisoners return to the city. Refugees are ordered to return home, but it is not yet safe for them. There's a stalemate as war continues away from Nanking. Thanks for listening.